in the know for Monday, October 12, the 286th day of 2020. There are 80 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We will get back together, get all caught up after a few days away, see how everyone's doing. And um, we've got that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Hey, my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's speech. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. You know, I got here about 30 minutes earlier than normal. Yeah. And I, I really don't know what I've accomplished. <laughs> you were up before I was today, which is weird. And yeah. so I thought, what's what's going on here? She's well, vying for some type of award today or something. No, not really. I just, I knew I had a lot to do mm-hmm. um, to catch up from last week. but But you're not caught up. No. All right. Well, good luck on the getting yeah. caught up, partially. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. How's Misty? I'm well. How are you? <laughs> not too bad. Yeah. Are you happy it's Monday? No. You're not happy it's Monday. No, especially you, not today. Because yeah. because it's Columbus Day? No, you don't like I, Columbus Day? No, I start, my, I start my last class. My last two classes have started, and one starts tonight, and it's just so much work. I'm just dreading it. Hmm. Like, come on, December 1st. It, 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 does it stink trying to get a master's degree? Yeah. You could yeah. say that. Yeah. You could say I st- try doing a master's degree in a year is like stepping in it over and over again. <laughs> While you're working full time in a pandemic, still family, all of the jazz, you know, they, they like attention too. It's is, been a lot. Is Columbus Day still a thing? We've, I don't know. we've seen a lot of Columbus statues um perish throughout the last year, being yeah. toppled and and um there are a lot of people that say Columbus isn't Columbus isn't important, but I mean, you know, fourteen ninety two to you. So I, I mean, so should we be working today? It's Columbus Day. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm going saying. no. If there was yeah. an option to have the day off, right. no, Is that an option? nobody should work. Well, historically, uh, we would be at the, or at least I would be at the Kentucky Broadcasters Association's annual conference, which Ooh, is on this mm-hmm. day. Which means uh, you and I may not be working. Which means that because <laughs> it was scheduled for Owensboro this year, that you all would have also probably also been there this morning. But because it was delayed until 2021 in person, we're here on the rare Columbus Day. So, Well, thanks for letting us know that we could have been off today. Sorry and Thanks, good 2020. And all, the, all that stuff. Um, it is. It is Columbus Day. Uh, we are also seeing some clouds and a few showers move through. Tropical, well, what was then Hurricane Delta, came ashore and through Lake Charles, Louisiana, and then went up through 
uh, took kind of a right turn and went up through Alabama. It was a very wet Saturday throughout Alabama and then into Tennessee. And then we saw some of those bands that just broke apart and went across the southeast United States as a tropical depression. But I did, I do believe that I saw an updated death toll in Louisiana. They had, they originally thought there were no fatalities, but I think there was one death associated to Hurricane Delta. Of course, it was just weeks before and a few miles away where Sally went through and caused a lot of damage. So it, um, a lot of storms on the Gulf Coast this year, so we will uh, we will see. Uh, here at home, weather-wise, a cold front will bring scattered afternoon showers. Some clouds uh, will be clearing before scattered showers push through the region this afternoon, courtesy of a cold front. We'll high uh, we'll top out with our high around eighty. Residual showers move out of the region during the evening tonight. Clouds clear overnight. Temperatures fall into the 40s and 50s. Another strong cold front arrives Thursday into Friday that may bring some really chilly air. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it's going to feel like fall. Highs will be in the 50s come the end of the week. I uh, see two scrunched up noses over there, so Unless it doesn't really sound. Chili fries involved with that chili? I'm well, the chili fries—you can do something about the chili fries should you show, so Actually, choose. I don't like chili fries. I just need chili and Fritos. <laughs> okay, Fritos. Uh, so today, scattered showers, thunderstorms, forty percent, eighty cream is the cheese. high. Scattered showers in tonight, thirty percent chance, fifty is the high. Seventy-four tomorrow, mostly sunny. Going to be a beautiful fall day tomorrow. Mostly sunny, 74. So I pulled out the Sherpa blanket over the weekend, which I love to sleep with when it starts to get cold. Okay. My husband was home for the weekend, and all of a sudden we were laying still, and there went into this fit of kicking rage. And I hear him say, where'd this sheep come from? Is this your weighted blanket, or is this No, different? this is just a really thin Sherpa blanket. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was like midnight, too. We were almost asleep. I don't know if you all pay any attention to what's happening in Washington today, but Mm -hmm. the Senate confirmation hearing for Amy Coney Barrett Mm -hmm. underway. She's yet to say a word. She's not (laughs) even moved. Like, like she just blinked. I'm beginning to wonder. It started at 8 o'clock Central Uh Time. She's listening to all the other talkie-talkies. Every senator on the committee's got a talkie-talkie, and you talkie-talkie, and we talkie-talkie. And eventually... She's going to take that mask off and go, oh, brother, I thought you all would never hush. <laughs> right. But I do like, so there's one missing, one key missing senator today. That would be one Kamala Harris. Uh, you might have heard of her. She's not participating in person today because she doesn't think they should be having a confirmation hearing in person. By the way, you don't think they should be having a confirmation hearing, period, because you think that this is a a rushed hearing. But she, citing concerns over COVID-19, says, I'm not going to be there in person. And I thought it was a brilliant political move that Amy Coney Barrett is sitting there in a mask, sitting still, listening to everything that the senators have to say. She'll eventually get to speak, but it was as of, well, if you're worried about me, Senator Harris, here I am wearing a mask, and so you can't be critical of me for coming into this chamber and being Mm -hmm. cavalier. Plus, you know, she was in that ceremony in the Rose Garden with President Trump last week when she was introduced, so we've seen a lot of positive tests in the president's inner circle and such. So she's just sitting there. She looks very refined. She looks very... You know, just patient, like you all can say whatever it is that you want to say, and eventually you'll let me speak, and we'll go on from there. 
She, I think it's going to be different than the Kavanaugh hearing. That's all I'm saying. I think it's going to be different. Yes, yeah, she doesn't have her journals out in front of her, so that's good. I can't hear what's being said. Yes. <laughs> but there's no journals. So and, like, mm. and, of course, a lot of the Democratic lawmakers' uh, pictures across the cha- the chamber. Uh, look at these people that you're going to rip their health care away from. I think that's presumptuous to assume, but I just don't. This is just a whole lot of grandstanding, so I don't. Just let her speak and vote. Just let her speak and then vote because you know how this vote's going to go. Yes? I don't think they're going to say anything to change her mind at this point. <laughs> no, absolutely. You know what? I've abs- listened to all of you and I've decided that I'm, I don't want to be nominated not. anymore. I'm just going to go home now. This will be a big day or at least a big week for Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, who, you know, will be, this will be at, could be the finishing touches on the McConnell court. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he's reelected in a few weeks, there's a chance he might. Uh, be involved in another uh, SCOTUS hearing, but you never know. If he's And it's not just the Supreme Court that he's had a uh, hand in modeling, but the judiciary period. Lots of federal judges that have been seated just in the last three and a half years alone. Yeah. But I think when history will look back, when our children's children look back at uh, whatever happens to our nation over the next 50 years, mm-hmm. you can go back to this period, you can go back to the last 10, 15 years, and whatever the Supreme Court turns into, you'll have uh, Mitch McConnell to either credit or blame for whatever happens with the court. And those of us who are you know, conservative ideologues think that's going to be a good move. Uh, those who are more left-leaning probably think that it isn't going to be a good move. But he is... I'm not sure he's in Washington today because he is supposed to have the only debate with Amy McGrath tonight. Mm -hmm. It's going to be in Lexington. WKYT is hosting. um, And she's claiming anybody who's going to be in the building needs to be COVID tested before they have their debate tonight. And which has prompted WKYT to come out with some of their... Uh, protocols, what they're doing. Anybody who enters the building will have had to have tested positive, uh, tested negative for COVID, at, uh, at least in the last 10 days, etc. Um, I don't know, by the way, Gray TV owns WKYT, mm-hmm. and, w, and Gray also owns Wave, and Gray also owns WBKO, uh, which are stations that we would get here locally. I don't know if WKYT is extending the debate to their gray properties in Louisville or Bowling Green. So uh, you can look at your program guide and see, or you can do a quick search online to see if we'll be able to watch it. If we can't watch it live, I'm sure we'll be able to see it on videotape. Um, it'll be available on VCR. Yeah, you can you can rent that tape Sometime at the gas station starting the, next week. That's, that's right. Yep. Governor Bashir and his family are in quarantine after a member of the Bashir security detail a member of the state police tested positive for COVID-19 over the weekend. He says that his family will be tested regularly for the virus. He and the first lady were last tested on Thursday, according to uh, Crystal Staley, the spokesperson. They're not exhibiting symptoms. They have not tested positive. They are just doing what the protocol suggests. They've been exposed to someone who tested positive, and so they are quarantining for a period of days to make sure that they will be given the all clear. The case information that the governor released yesterday, 1,854 new coronavirus cases in Kentucky. There were 1,002 on Saturday and 852 on, um, actually it was 
1,052 Saturday, 852 yesterday for a combined weekend total of 1854. Brings us to over 80,000 now in the state. It brought us, we were 1,549 cases more last week than the previous week. Last week's total was 76.75. The positivity rate holding at 4.16 and 1.65 million tests have been administered. COVID tests. Uh, I was also seeing, speaking of the governor, governor security, what about the Kristen Whitmer situation? The governor of Michigan was at was part of a plot of a militia group that had intentions of kidnapping her and blackmailing into uh, votes and making decisions as the governor. Have you read any of these details? A little bit. It's frightening mm-hmm. the fact that here in the year 2020, a militia group thinks they can kidnap a sitting governor and it's domestic terror is yes, is what it is. it is. And so it's forcing – there have been a lot of chatter, by the way. There's been a lot of chatter and violence threatened against governors this year, uh, a lot more than in recent years. We're seeing new security protocols in Frankfurt, of course, uh, with what happened back during a, an anti-Bashir uh, protest and then the Whitmer situation. Interestingly enough, over the nation's history – Violence against uh, governors have been rare. The only time a U.S. state governor died of an assassination in the nation's history, the only time a governor died of assassination was in Kentucky in the year 1900. Really? Governor William Goble was shot in the chest near the old state capitol days before he was sworn in after a disputed election, and he died shortly after he took office. Wow. He was shot before the election. Uh, he, w- he was shot, and then the election, and then he died. Wow. No, it was after the election, before yeah, he before took the oath of office, took the oath of office, then died. You get what I'm saying? But yes. William Goble. Who knew? Some people, and they put it in a news story, so I can be a member of it. Uh, uh, Secretary of State Michael Adams is predicting that about 700,000 Kentuckians will have requested absentee ballots through the Friday, last Friday deadline. If you've not requested, it's too late. By the way, uh, as of Thursday, though, 625,000 Kentuckians had requested absentee ballots or about 17 and a half percent of registered voters in the state. He calls that the sweet spot. It's enough voters that they can do proof of concept and can figure out that it works and it works mm-hmm. effectively without overburdening yeah. Kentucky's electoral uh, elect, election system. And so that'll be good. We're approaching somewhere between 15 and 20 percent. It could be managed now. I told you before we were away last week, I'll go, it's probably middle of the previous week, I said I had requested ballot. And uh, you said you all, or at least Jason, had requested his ballot. Mm-hmm. Has his ballot arrived? Yes. It has. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's how I knew he had requested it. Oh, because it, it arrived. I'm yes. curious to know, I'm curious to know if... How he voted. No, I'm curious. I I think I know how he voted. I'm curious to know if you know what day he requested. Oh, I don't. I didn't even know he had requested. Because the reason that I – and you're going to have to compare notes with him. I've requested, but Mm -hmm. we've not yet received. Mm. Yes, we have. We did. Yes. Honey, it's in the folder. Oh, okay. I've not looked in the folder. All right. right. Can we – can we edit that out and post? Yeah. Yeah. Can we just take that part I'm sorry. Was I not supposed to say that? 
no, you probably should have told me before now <laughs> well, that our ballots were in? received. Well, yeah. so when I left that folder on the countertop that said from kitchen basket, <laughs> okay. they're in there. It's in the process of being. So it's, in someone, the, it's in the go through thing. So someone did check the mail yes. while we were gone. Yes. Okay. Well, it appeared we that perhaps, love Aunt Debbie. perhaps no one no one had. All right. Just forget that part about not getting our ballots. So you want me to go ahead and fill yours out while you're you're going to be you're going to be busy the next day or so. You want me to go ahead and fill yours out? Um, I I, I do, but I want to look over it. Okay. And then I have a feeling it needs a signature. So. It is going to need a signature. Did you bring that folder with you? I did, as a matter of fact. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, we can do. We that. want to do that on air. I have no secrets. <laughs> Nor do I. An intoxicated Litchfield man has been arrested after flipping a truck on Annetta Road Saturday afternoon about 4. Sheriff's Office, the Annetta Fire, and Grayson County EMS responded to the 9900 block of Annetta Road after an EMS crew traveling to Bowling Green drove upon a single vehicle accident and alerted Grayson County Dispatch. The driver of the Chevrolet truck, a 53-year-old Joseph Sandlin, was under the influence of alcohol and possibly another unknown substance. He was arrested and charged with his second DUI, careless driving, and possession of an open, open alcoholic beverage container in a motor vehicle. You can read about that at K105.com. I saw where a middle school football game in Fleming County, it's kind of interesting, a middle school football game in Fleming County on Thursday was delayed, canceled. They ended the game in the middle uh, because the fans in the stands were not wearing masks. The KHSAA has rules about what you have to do if you're going to be one of the limited number of people who are in the stands. Simmons Middle School was taking on Mason County Middle School in Flemingsburg Thursday night when Fleming County School Superintendent Brian Creaseman stopped the game after about half the adults in attendance were not wearing facial coverings. They just halted the game for about five minutes. So you got to go put your masks on. And oh, they said, so they didn't send them home. And they, okay. said, they said, by the way, football is not a right. Football is a privilege. So, okay. I wouldn't want to be that guy. Uh, no. Oh. Uh, Brett County, in high, by the way, in high school football on Friday, Brett County defeated Nelson County. Thomas Nelson lost to Green County. Owensboro Catholic defeated, no, Owensboro Senior defeated Owensboro Catholic 28-14. And Russellville defeated Edmondson County 41-29. to The Cougars lost in an ugly fashion at Graves County. It's not pretty. Hmm. It's not is not pretty at all. We're just not going <laughs> to talk about it. Don't go back and watch it. But speaking of, I say it was not pretty. But you know what was pretty? The footage. Well, that was pretty. <laughs> Coach Brian Jones, his attitude and behavior on the fifth quarter show was he you know, took the blame, should do a better job as a coach, uh, was just generally positive, and it was... It was it's refreshing. Thanks, Coach Jones. Hey, thanks, Coach Jones. <laughs> nice. I'm going to call him Football Jones. You know, you've heard the song Basketball Jones. Yeah. He's Football Jones. Kentucky intercepted that. six passes to beat Mississippi State 24-2. to it, uh, it was the lowest. Mike Leach is the coach at uh, Mississippi State. Used to be an assistant coach at Kentucky. Kind of the architect of the air raid offense. And his, his, as a head coach, Mike Leach teams had never scored Fewer points than they did. In fact, their offense didn't score any points. Okay. Kentucky's defense scored the two points for um, the uh, Bulldogs. Let's tell you, I don't like Mississippi State. 
I really, I just really don't. Hmm. Uh, Western Kentucky lost thirty-eight to fourteen to Marshall on um, Saturday. Rafael Nadal has tied Roger Federer for twenty Grand Slam titles as he won the French Open and the Los Angeles Lakers, including LeBron James and Anthony Davis, are the new world champions in the NBA. They won last night to tie the Boston Celtics for their 17th world championship. There you go. You're all caught up. Hang around. We've got plenty more on the way. You're on In the Know. Canadian Thanksgiving Day today. Do they do the turkey addressing? Yeah, they do something. I mean, do they have a meal that is like the meal that everybody tries to cook? I think it's very similar to ours. Like mashed potatoes? There's a, there's a rumor floating around that the Canadians actually did Thanksgiving before the Americans did, which there's a good chance that uh, that means we just copied their other stuff, too. Mm. So I, I, uh, I know that my Aunt Donna... Mm-hmm. And uh, my uncle Chuck, I know they celebrate Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah. I think also friend of the show, Glenna, I think she is a Canadian Thanksgiving celebrator. Yeah. Okay. Right on cue. There she is. And <laughs> so um, I don't know. If, yeah. if you're doing Canadian Thanksgiving, don't you have to do, uh, I, I, I never pronounce this correctly. I see it offered at the Cana- at the Canada Pavilion at Disney's Epcot. Uh Poutine. I think you're right. P-O-U-T-I-N. It can't be like Vladimir Putin. Yeah. And it can't be Poutine. It's got to be Poutine. It's That's what? French fries and um, Glenn is celebrating her 30th annual oh. celebration. Uh, they have some type of meat mixture. Like it's kind of like chili fries, but maybe not so much chili, more as the texture of chili uh-huh. just may not have cinnamon and such in it. Plus, chili doesn't have cinnamon in it. Right. But your milkshake does bring all the boys to the yard. Well, not technically, no. It melted and the boys never showed up. So, <laughs> 1957 Act of Parliament, making the second Monday in October a day of general thanksgiving for the bountiful harvest which Canada has been blessed. Hmm. Also known as Columbus Day in the States, <laughs> the second Monday in October. Many historians believe the first North American Thanksgiving event occurred in Newfoundland in 1578. That would put it 43 years before the Pilgrims' landing in Massachusetts in 1621. Others claim the first Canadian Thanksgiving was celebrated in Halifax. In 1763, it became an annual Canadian tradition in 1879, celebrated on the same day as the USA. It was later moved ahead to reflect the earlier harvest season. November is a little late for cornucopias. Late November is a little late for cornucopias mm-hmm. and and corn uh, corn shocks and pumpkins yeah. and. That's more of an October thing. Yeah. I, I might, I love, you all know I love Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. but I also could see it being, I'd like to see, I could move Halloween two weeks earlier mm-hmm. and then move Thanksgiving three weeks earlier and mm-hmm. I think I could be happy. I could be happy with that. It all happens a little too fast for me with Christmas. I need that between Thanksgiving and oh. Christmas to last just a little bit longer. 
Yeah. Like yeah. it's a, it's really just a three week turnaround, and well, it's like it's too much. And if you like to decorate, and I sure I, I will tell you, I'm getting less and less yep. likely to decorate because by the time I turn around, I you got to do something. The, the Halloween yep. stuff down, and then it's the Thanksgiving stuff, and yeah. Then, yeah, and then it's Christmas, and it's exhausting. Sure, yeah, Scarecrow down, Pilgrims up, yeah, Pilgrims it's, down. It's just snowmen it's, up. It's, it's just and quite frankly, there are times I I just want to go. Yeah, there's years I don't do anything, and there's years I do all the things. Also, so so happy Canadian Thanksgiving to you, and it is also today the uh, the Kentucky Broadcasters Association Excellence in Broadcasting Awards. Awesome. We're not nominated. But <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> I was like, should I do a, a drum roll? I, I do have a role in the awards present. Well, not necessarily the presentation, but in the awards Selection. show proper, yeah. I do play a role. So. And you couldn't get us a cookie crumb? Nothing? Oh, you know, you, you, oh, honey, you, you the can. link is in your inbox. You can watch it. You'd be able to watch. No, I mean, we couldn't get a mention? Um, For the unmentionables? I'll tell you, <laughs> if you, if you put... If you put your face up on the, some of the monitors in the studio, there's a good chance you would end up in the show. And say there. Okay. He'll tell you more later. <clears throat> By the way, there there was a movement to nominate our show for the Excellence in Broadcasting Awards, but I said that I did not want to be considered for an award so long as I was part of the leadership of Kentucky Broadcasters Association. Well, speak for yourself. Well, he's on the board, so I know, I but I'm not. You're not. <laughs> Nominate us. I'm not. <laughs> well, honey. You know, plus we don't want to embarrass everybody. We don't want to be so good. <laughs> we, we wouldn't. We yeah, we've really been the epitome of morning shows we, around we, here. We wouldn't want them to say, hey, no one else needs to ever. Uh, Is it too soon to drop the mic and just <laughs> walk away right. with morning shows? Hey, the fly on... Governor Mike Pence's hair during the vice presidential debate mm -hmm. <laughs> has now landed on a Halloween wig. Oh. So if you have not decided on a Halloween wig oh. yet, there's oh. a new Andy Warhol type wig. I love it. That is and it has a flag, a, a fly glued into the... <laughs> That'd be all right. So good. So See, these oh. are the costumes I love. Like, just make me laugh. Mm -hmm. Like, the unexpected... <laughs> Yeah, you can order those. You just need a little flag lapel pin and yeah. a little fake lavalier <laughs> mic on one the other lapel. I love it. And then uh, I don't know that that looks fly. like I don't know that looks like the vice president's hair. No, but I I get it. Yeah. Um, oh, it's it. it I said fantastic. it looks more like when Andy Warhol. Yeah, the, it does. the wig, but it. I agree. It's okay. So, much. <laughs> so you can wear your Halloween costume. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned to you. I mentioned it a life. few weeks ago, but I'll remind you. Halloween this year uh, not only falls on a Saturday, oh, but full moon. Even better. Listen, like all the medical professionals no. are, are going. We always say, uh, I always like to point out, during a full moon, I really feel bad for Medical personnel, school teachers, mm -hmm. and dispatchers. Mm -hmm. Well, but if it's a Saturday, teachers are off the hook. And indirectly. Broadcasters. Indirectly, then, law enforcement. Because mm -hmm. 
You start with the dispatchers, then you go to the law enforcement. Here are some what emergency dispatchers say are some of the dumbest reasons people have called 911. <laughs> that should be good. 1st, uh, July 1996, a dust storm blew in, and at least 20 people called 911 to report aliens. Yes, the dust storm did look exactly like the one in the movie Independence Day that was just released, but no, aliens were not invading. A second dispatcher says, popcorn in the eye. These are various reasons people have called. Popcorn in the eye, ghost in the attic, possible smoke in the house. Turns out the caller was crying, which made their eyes blurry. Uh, Adult with leg stuck in laundry chute. Caller dropped a cigarette on the garage floor, did not, didn't know what to do. Fried chicken was too dry and leg through the floor while on the toilet. <laughs> Had an, an adventurous career. What? How does that happen? Well, I'm just, you're, you're in a sketchy place, my friend. <laughs> Had someone call in because two squirrels were fighting in her back garden. Oh. No, we don't arrest squirrel, squirrels. Squirrels. And on a similar vein, this dispatcher says, had a recent immigrant call, had a strange and deadly Mm. creature in the back garden on arrival, turned out to be a hedgehog. Mm. Sonic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Another person says someone called the emergency services because he couldn't find the television remote. But that is an emergency. Well... At the height of lockdown in the United Kingdom, I was sent to a lady who had called for an emergency ambulance as her wrestling drive was too high. Hmm. I think you want the fire department. (laughs) Just a fire extinguisher. (laughs) Cold shower with a hose. (laughs) <laughs> but she was looking for you. Got to call dispatch to get the fire department. <laughs> uh, a guy in his late thirties who burnt his tongue on a baked potato. Someone who has had pain in their knee for thirty years. Mm. <laughs> it's time to end this. A man in his forties who had a nightmare. A caller believed his neighbor's jack o' lanterns were carved suspiciously. It could happen. Well, and don't be messing with my pumpkins. Person says, mm-hmm. is it possible you can send an officer by so he can break into my house? I locked my keys in the house. <laughs> an elderly woman called 911 because she can't get out of her driveway because there are garbage cans blocking her driveway. Mm. The police showed up and the cans were hers. That's always awkward. Oh, honey. Yeah. All in order. I liked this one. There were two raccoons on the side of the road. One looked to be in distress. <laughs> the second raccoon looked at the caller and put his paws around his neck, which we know is the universal sign for choking. So he called for help. <laughs> LSD much? <laughs> because squirrels know the international sign for choking. Yes. <laughs> Everyone knows the international mm-hmm. sign for choking. Raccoons are intelligent. There's a chance this happened in Caneyville. They had left their keys on the hood of the car and locked themselves inside their car. I think some friends of mine actually did this. Seriously? I thought that was just an old joke that people told, but apparently it was 
It was true. Another dispatcher says, my favorite was the time a guy called because it was raining and his yard was flooding and he wanted us to make it stop. We all just kind of looked at each other for a few seconds dumbfounded because this moron thought we'd come out with bulldozers in the middle of a severe thunderstorm just because he called. Well, there are people who who think that. Well, uh, when you say dial before you dig, <laughs> some people hear that as you have bulldozers coming to my rescue. A girl I knew in college called the cops because she got a bad manicure and yeah. then posted about it on Facebook. Someone okay. who had the hiccups. And then uh, someone called to report that ghosts were coming out of their pool. Mm. It turns out it was just fog. Oh, Fog will do that to me. I want to be on the. I want to be the dispatcher in some of these to help them figure right. out what's really happening. Dry your eyes. I'd get now fired. is your house on fire. I'd get fired as a dispatcher because too much snark, too much sarcasm. Yeah, you. I would. just hang up on people. Yeah, no, that's I dumb. Would, Don't I would be calling. I would hang with it. Don't be calling here. <laughs> we got to get to a break. We'll be back with more. Hang around here on In the Know. When your inner voice speaks in your head, it triggers small muscle movements in your larynx. Almost indetectable to you as a human, but when you have internal dialogue, your voice box moves just a little bit as if it's prepared to fire. Yeah, 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 I can see that. If you need, if it, if your voice needs to come out. Speak to myself. I do yeah, a lot. that's what I was going to say. Like talking lot. to yourself? Yes. But if you but so inner dialogue doesn't have to manifest itself into outside, but it can't. Like your muscles get ready, uh-huh. your, your your voice gets ready and says, "Oh, I'll be here if you need me." But then suddenly, well, you see, no, it's going to be an inside thought. No, that never happens with me. Rather than an outside thought. Uh, Saturday Night Live. Um, Bill Burr was the host this past weekend. Um. I don't know a lot about Bill Burr, um, but he, he's a stand-up comedian. He wasn't one of my favorite. I don't think I've ever heard of him. Um, yeah, he just, you probably would have to watch a lot of Comedy Central. Mm. And, um. Uh, okay. Not a fan? No, I wasn't, I wasn't a big fan. Um, well, he's okay. He wasn't terrible, but, um, Kate McKinnon did something on Weekend Update. She did a doctor. Uh, she was playing like a German doctor. <laughs> we know this. And so she spoke with this German or Austrian accent. And we know this. Mm-hmm. We know this. I just so happened to be in the bedroom. She would give a lot of um, medical advice. Mm-hmm. And then she would just cap it on and say, <laughs> we know this. We know this. And then she, but then she broke character. Like it was, she got herself tickled and she got Colin tickled. And so then they, they, she broke and then they talked just as Kate McKinnon and Colin for a moment. And she said that this was a character that she, she created during quarantine when she was isolated. <laughs> she would just walk around her house being this doctor. Yeah. And so they decided to roll it out. They also allowed her to do a tip of the cap to RBG, 
when they went to, at the end of the monologue, mm-hmm. she, dressed as RBG, was sitting in the studio audience and just sat there as a, you know, it, it didn't deserve a comedy bit, it didn't yeah. do, but she has been playing, you know, the notorious RBG in a lot of the, yeah. the skits, and that was okay. Uh, but also Jack White played on one of his performances. Uh, Jack White filled in last minute, uh, but played one of the guitars given to him by Eddie Van Halen. Nice. And then uh, did a Eddie Van Halen-esque <laughs> guitar solo and then said, uh, rest in peace, sir. And so, yeah, That's it was nice. one of the several people that we lost last week. Yeah. Uh, Elf on the Shelf is getting a new Netflix series, movies, and specials galore. Oh, great. So we're going next level on thought, Elf on I the Shelf. I thought this was dying. I out. thought we were backing uh, out. I yeah, thought, I, I, thought I, the, I thought we were wrapping yeah. up the Elf on the Shelf era. Yeah. They were all going back to the North Pole. Right. And we were going to do the next thing. I was thinking that COVID and Elf on the Shelf were having a V-shaped recovery. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. But perhaps... We were wrong. Perhaps not. Mm. Netflix will soon be the go-to destination for everything to do with Elf on the Shelf. The streamer is investing hard on that holiday content by developing a number of TV series, movies, and TV specials, both live action and animated. You know why? It's cheap. Mm. See, Elf on the Shelf was not created by Warner Brothers or Mm -hmm. Disney or Elf on the Shelf came out of a book that was published in 2005 called Elf on the Shelf, A Christmas Tradition. So it has no more than 15 years of... Fame. And like I say, it's been kind of late late arriving. Mm-hmm. But they're not having to spend millions and millions of dollars to buy the rights to it. Mm-hmm. And then they're not trying to do something with Rudolph. They're not trying to do Disney's A Very Merry Christmas. Right. Because now Disney and Universal have taken all their content and gone to their own sandboxes. So Netflix is going, well, what do we do? Who's... <laughs> What character? Who's, who's left? That you know, dumb you know, elf. Yeah, we've got the peeps and the elf. <laughs> that's what. <laughs> and they took the that's elf. That's what we're left with. So <laughs> just be prepared. Pixar's Soul mm-hmm. will skip theaters and premiere directly on Disney Plus. I watched an interview with Jamie Foxx about his uh, role in Soul. He's so funny. Yes. He was with Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. But he was talking about his family in quarantine. He said, we were kind of coming out of the fear of it. You know, it started off very militant style, like, get away from the windows. It's out there. He said, now, you know, it chilled out. And he said, but when the free leader gets the cooties. It's so true. But now he's okay. Yeah, he's and so now okay. he has that glow, that beautiful post-COVID COVID glow. Doritos. He and pregnant that's... women. <laughs> the president oh, and pregnant women have that great glow. <laughs> we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. Point to ponder for today. Does anyone know? By the way, reminder: it's Canadian Thanksgiving today. Does anyone know what pumpkin pie tastes like when you actually have room for it? 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I do. You do? Yeah, well, because sometimes I like it for breakfast the next morning. Mm, I do like pie. I do like desserts for breakfast. But you'll lead with it? I'll tell you, I just Mm -hmm. rarely will have pie by itself. It's usually got to be an afterthought to everything that leads up to the pie. Well, and you know, I'm not a sweet eater, but leftover pumpkin pie for breakfast? Mm. The refrigerated variety? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. There's something about it when it gets a little bit... Well, the crust is better Mm -hmm. when it's chilled. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like cold dessert. I'm a cold cake eater. Okay. Uh, I like that. And I'm not a dessert person, but yeah. Yeah, I prefer refrigerated uh, desserts. Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. I I like those, like the French vanilla Cool Whip dessert. Before we leave this, I'm just going to say, if anybody wants to make one of those pretzel delight things that are cold, you know, the pretzel salads, Mm -hmm. we would accept that at any time. You would? That super cold cream cheese. Wait a minute, though. I'm going to have to add a ca- uh, caveat into that. Not just that's not an open invitation. We'll we'll take qualifiers. Yes, yes. You know what we should do? We should do a taste testing uh, contest. You can taste test it, and I'll take whatever's the best. Uh, I'm up for that. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. Listen, COVID ain't got me yet. Somebody's kitchen right. candy's not going to get me. Just let's, slot them through I, the door. Listen. I've got enough hand sanitizer on, on me from top to bottom <laughs> that it's penetrated inside that I could eat somebody's. Listen, we're we're blessed with an amazing audience. Mm-hmm. Okay. Love, love everybody in the audience. Love you all. But I'm sure there are yeah. things that you think mm-hmm. are suspect about me. And <laughs> there are some of you who have a suspect kitchen. I'm just telling you. That's, that's no, there's what, a lot of them that do. But the thing is, the ones who will actually cook and bring it out here to us probably go the extra mile to clean their kitchen. You think that's, that's a universal truth? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's why you get to be the frontline tester. Okay. Listen. <laughs> I, I can say lots of things here. <laughs> Just saying, if you're willing to go get the ingredients, cook it, well, and bring it all the way to me. I was raised You Baptist. probably clean your kitchen. Um. Yeah, I, I, I ate a lot of times at Wendyville store. I'm not afraid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I've done stepped in it. Bring it on. Times. Well, yeah, I'm not willing to risk a lot for that pretzel thing that Misty was talking about. There's some other things, though, that would be harder for me to resist if you made mm-hmm. them in your kitchen. I could have ordered a banana pudding. Even if your kitchen was suspect, I might go, I'm going to chance it. Trying to include <laughs> Today's highlight in history, this date in 2002, Bombs blamed on Al-Qaeda. Linked militants destroyed a nightclub on the Indonesian island of Bali, killing 202 people. In 1492, Christopher Columbus's expedition arrived in the present-day Bahamas. Amon. In 1870. That's what they said. The Bahamians loved to say. That's their greeting to Christopher Columbus. Yeah. Amon. Amon. <laughs> I had a uh, ate at a Burger King one time in like 1990 I'm in sorry. the Bahamas. Oh, I, I, I was. I'm sorry, just at the Burger King. And they didn't do a very good job with the salt. Mm. The mm. Bahamians maybe don't like don't like salt as much as I'd like them to like salt. It's in their air. Pretty I've, thick, so. I thick. I've clearly remembered that. Mm-hmm. That's been been a while. Uh, in 1870. General Robert E. Lee died in Lexington, Virginia at age 63. In 1957, the Dr. Seuss Yuletide tale, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, was first published by Random House. 
1997, singer John Denver was killed in the crash of his privately built aircraft in Monterey Bay, California. In he was uh, 53. How was Congressman Guthrie? You got was, to see him last mm-hmm, week. I didn't get was, to see him. It was good to talk to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I noticed he was all masked up when he was here. Mm-hmm. Is he afraid of you, or are you afraid of him? Both. Singer Sam Moore, formerly of Sam and Dave, is 85 today. It was equal intimidation. Broadcast journalist Chris Wallace is 73 today. You know what his birthday present is? The fact of knowing he doesn't have to moderate another presidential debate. Well, amen to that. Hugh Jackman is 52 today. Kirk Cameron is 50. Mike Seaver is 5-0 today. Wow. Mm. It pains me a little bit. <sighs> Olympic gold medal skier Bodie Miller is 43 today, gone but not forgotten. Luciano Pavarotti is, was born this date in 1935. Hmm. Pavarotti. Do you do a good Pavarotti impression? Oh, I can do an old, old so mio or whatever. Okay. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Bust it out. No, I could. Come it's, on. I mean, it's Columbus Day. It'd be good to... Be good yep. to do some Italian tunes. Yep. An Italian operetta. The closest I'm going to get to that today, though, is the Tommy Dorsey Orchestra. Mm. Number one this day in 1958 with the T42 Cha Cha. This is kind of like polka dot bikini. One, two, three, four. Tell the people what you are. Mm-hmm. Think same beat. That's back. They only had two beats. Back I was going to say they only had like like four songs. Mm-hmm. They were just <laughs> just two beats. They, they laid both of them down, back. and you just picked the one you wanted to use. It was still another ten years before they did count to four before you start a song. You know, when you say one, yeah, yeah, yeah. A two, a one, two, three, four time. Uh-huh, yeah. Back then, it was just a one, a two, a one, two. That's when guitars came into the band. It was, exactly. it was cowbells. 1967. The Fox Tops, number one. With the letter. Kind of on the fence on this one. I mean, I like it, but I don't. Did he go to a football game the day before his recording session? Maybe. He's a little horse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, did he go out and he was like cheering and mm-hmm. rah rah and tailgating too che- long? He threw out his voice and then he was like, "Oh man, I got to go record tomorrow." Oh, I got a whole session I paid I got for. Bronchitis. <laughs> I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Let's go to nineteen eighty-five. Ready for the world. And oh, Sheila. I skipped over Chicago, if you leave me now, in 1976. My apologies. Is the guy playing the drums, the the boyfriend out of Coming to America? I don't know, but I saw a piece on CBS Sunday Morning about Lenny Kravitz yesterday, uh, or from last week, and he said, so he tried, he, he, his stage name in the beginning, he wanted to be Romeo Blue, and he used blue contacts, and he had his hair just like the guys in Ready for the World. Nice. But he said that that finally just didn't work out. But he said it was interesting. He went, when his first record deal, he went in to play his demo, and he saw the notes they handed to one another, and the note written down by the record executive was, Prince meets John Lennon. Well, I was going to say, that hair is very Prince-esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Prince so meets John. Think about Lennon. some of that okay. early, like yeah, 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 yeah. the early "Let Love Rule" and all that. I love that, Lenny Kravitz. That Lenny Kravitz did, like kind of like Prince meets yeah. John Lennon. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Cheryl okay. Crow number one this date in 1994 with "All I Wanna Do," her breakout hit. Is Not a huge fan of her. Never really happened. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. I don't. Yeah. It's hit or miss for me. It's like elevator music. If I'm in the elevator and you've got me kidnapped, I'll learn the words. But she went through a string there between Soak Up the Sun and those songs that... Her just, and the Kid was, Rock song is the only one that yeah. I absolutely love. Oh, like she had the one, one song... That I would listen is to over and over again, and that's it. it. Yeah, pictures. Yeah, a picture yeah. with Kid, uh, Kid is Rock. Is a picture of pictures, anyway. And, uh, of course, then she was a backup singer for Michael Jackson. She was. Yes. But I don't know if she sang backup on Beat It, and then who did the guitar solo in Beat It? Eddie Van Halen. Did not know that. Huh. Yep. Hmm. Baby Boy, Beyonce, and Sean Paul, number one in 2003. <laughs> Excuse me. I love Sean Paul. I forgot he had this song with her. And then in 2012, Psy was number one. I still love this song. <laughs> the P is silent in Psy. It is. Always makes me nervous. When I play this or Despacito. No, because I'm afraid. Like, are they just cussing up a storm right here? And I don't know it. So you remember going through the era with my children. We didn't know what to listen to in the car. So we listened to Daddy Yankee and all my Zumba music because we didn't know what they were saying. And I know. We liked it. I'm afraid there's some Korean cussing here. <laughs> some of the words he's saying sound a little like cuss words. I can't help you, my friend. Some of y'all think your, your Asian or Chinese tattoos say love, and it says pea soup. <laughs> something stupid. All right. Uh, don't forget, it's uh, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Uh, it's Canadian Thanksgiving, so I thought I would uh, do something supportive. Uh, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. A thankful heart is not only the greatest virtue, but the parent of all other virtues. A thankful heart is not only the greatest virtue, but the parent of all other virtues. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you.